Hey guys, it's Confessions of a Dr. Holic with Hafsa Slayman. And I want to talk to you about something that really shook me today. So, for the first time ever, I saw a patient pass away. So, a patient was brought in to the ER department and she was not breathing. I saw her as soon as they hauled her out of the ambo. They had this mechanical chest compression device going and a nurse runs in with the oxygen. She's pumping in oxygen. One of the doctors has his phone on the ready. They're counting the time. They've got adrenaline. They've got the defibrillator stuck on waiting until the patient would get a rhythm. So basically the defibrillator, um, they're like two patches. It's kind of dummy proof they tell you where to put it, like the instructions on the defibrillator tells you where to put it. And it's based on electrical activity. So it advises you if it's shockable or sometimes it speaks if there's a little bit of electrical activity and it tells you if it's not shockable. This lady, she was young. She had a belly button piercing, she was out cold and I'm standing there with two upperclassmen. We're out of the way. I'm just seeing the process and it shook me. It, it shook me. It shook me seeing that. It was like interesting seeing what would happen and how they're trying to save her life, you know? But it was so hard. It was so... It's interesting how simple a human's life is. Yeah. So they had adrenaline ready. And they injected her with that. They took her arterial blood gas. And basically, we use this as a tool. You check the pH of the blood. You check if the potassium, calcium, sodium, like different electrolytes how different they are, and she was very acidic. Her potassium was so, so high, and her bicarbonate was very, very low. So they were supplementing the bicarbonate as well because it was ridiculously low. And I reckon with the adrenaline, she had some other changes like high glucose and stuff. That's what we reckon. Initially, when she came in, I, like, I could see from far away, like her eyes were open. They seemed normal. And by normal, I mean like my eyes, like your eyes, like what you see sort of in the mirror or like sort of when someone's like pass out as in tired. As the time went by, you could see it go dull. Honestly, there's no other way to describe it, but I kind of literally saw the life come out of this lady. I could see how pale her legs were. And I don't mean pale as in like someone who hasn't seen the light or been in the sun chilling and grilling and tanning. No, like literally as time went by, her toes and stuff, like till I would say mid calf, it was going wider. And then I was wearing gloves and I touched her arm and through the gloves, she was freezing cold 
And I'm always like a furnace. So sometimes I don't, like, I don't notice these things, you know? I don't notice how cold the person is next to me, but I've never felt anyone like this. Kind of reminded me of zombie movies, not gonna lie, but like, she was so cold. It was like as cold as cold water in the swimming pool on a rainy winter day, I guess. Very, very cold. She was quite young, so I was like, okay, like, I wonder if, like, it's drugs, you know? I was looking at her arms, looking for track marks. Couldn't find any. I honestly don't know how many minutes later. I was waiting there for ages, waiting. And to be honest, I was praying, please, you know, please let her live. Please let her live. Please let her live. I could see that they were pumping in. They were taking turns. They were exhausted. They were trying oxygen with the compressions, oxygen, oxygen. And then in the end, they just stopped. I'll be honest, I don't really know why they decided to stop. I was told, I was asked if I wanted to do a diagnosis of death. And I couldn't, I, I couldn't. I was, I felt so heavy and I was struggling to breathe and I just wanted to get out of there. I know I'm a medical student. I know I'm going to be a doctor. But like, I don't know if it's ever easy to see someone pass away in front of you. Because it's so... It's wild. And this is the simplest way for me to describe it. It is absolutely wild. How can a person that was there, that was in front of you... Yeah, yeah, maybe not alive, maybe not talking... But how is a person that was there in front of you, how are they gone? Like, just gone. Like, how, how is it that you see that the life went away? I don't know. It was, it was interesting, to say the least. And I sincerely hope that this experience will teach me I guess, deal with it better. Like, I know I'm a medical student. I know so many people say it's normal, but honestly, it was so scary. And I want to know, have you ever seen someone die in front of you? I know that's such a blunt thing to say, but I want to know, what were your experiences? Are you okay? Do you feel traumatized? Do you feel... Do you feel strange? Like, do you you feel... Because, like... I feel, I feel heavy. I feel like my heart has immense amount of sadness. And I don't know this lady. She didn't come with family. I don't know her last name. I don't even know her first name. I don't even know her age. Like, I don't know anything about this lady except what I saw and the amount of electrolytes in her body. But I still feel so sad. So have you been through that? How did that make you feel? Speaking about death, I want to talk to you about something quite personal. So last weekend, one of my classmates, her father passed away from the coronavirus. And for the past three weeks before then, I've known two other people whose dads have passed away 
after getting infected by the coronavirus and then they couldn't handle the mechanical ventilator. And it's heartbreaking. I mean, to be honest with you, it's not that I don't take it seriously, but it hits differently when it's something that you read online versus it's someone you know or happened to a friend of yours that you know. And for me, these three deaths by the coronavirus has hit me in a different way. It's been more real. And I'm a medical student, so like I'm exposed to positive cases. I've had to take an interruption for a while to get tested for the coronavirus. We have had different hospital experiences in terms of I've had to wear PPE all the time and I've had to have fewer people on in placement with me in classrooms. We can't sit next to each other anymore because we have to socially distance. We have to wear masks all the time, even in lecture theaters. I have to schedule times to eat away from people because I know I'm going to be taking off my mask to eat. And one of the more recent things that I found out is that I might not be going home for Christmas because if I'm traveling, I have to quarantine for two weeks. And to be honest with you, I don't even know when I'm going to go home and when I'm going to see my family next, which is quite tough. And it's tough for everyone that's working in the medical field. But the reason why I'm mentioning this to you is that my heart goes out to all of you out there who has had this happen to them. I may not understand it completely because it hasn't happened to me, but to be honest with all of you, I cannot imagine a single day without my mum and dad being there, without having that Skype call or WhatsApp call or like whatever you use to call your family members or talk to them at the end of each night. So all I want to do is tell you, for those of you who've had this experience, unfortunately, I am so sorry for your loss. And I want you to reach out to psychologists if you've got access to them. Reach out to people who you can talk to and help you go through this because I cannot even imagine what you're going through. It must be so hard. And for those of you who haven't had this unfortunate experience, I'm so glad that you haven't had to go through this, but I want you to think about all of these people. It is not easy to wake up one morning knowing that you're never going to talk to your loved one again and they're not with you in this world ever again. So I want you to think about this when you're wearing your mask. It's not just for you. You're not just wearing your mask to protect you. You're wearing it to protect everyone. And if each and every single one of us washes our hands, wears a mask and is careful, we can beat this, but we have to do this together.